Hi, everyone. My name is Al D, and I am the host of the MBA Insider Podcast, a podcast for career-driven professionals looking for advice on how to grow their careers by leveraging the skills, experiences, and knowledge gained from an MBA degree. In each episode, I'll give you a look into the business school experience, along with practical tips, career advice, and real-life stories to help MBAs grow their careers. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the MBA Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Al D, and I'm excited today because we're going to talk MBA admissions and specifically the Yale School of Management. For those of you out there right now who are deciding on what business school you want to attend, uh, this podcast is for you and specifically those who are interested in Yale SOM. I have a friend of mine, Jasmine Ako, who is a Yale SOM MBA graduate from the class of 2019 I'm on to talk about uh, her experience at Yale SOM and her advice for admitted students who are out there. Uh, this is a great podcast and Jasmine does a great job talking about her experience at Yale and I'm really excited um, to have her on. So uh, let's jump in. All right. I am excited today because I have Jasmine Ako here with me uh, to talk about um, how to select the right MBA program and uh, for Jasmine to talk a little bit about how she ended up at the Yale School of Management, um, where she graduated from business school um, in 2019. Um, so Jasmine, thank you so much um, for joining me today just to talk um, you know, about your experience um, in terms of selecting Yale and a little bit of time at Yale as well. So um, thank you for being here. I guess um, you know, uh, maybe just to start my first question right off the bat. So, um, uh, transport back in time, uh, thinking about, um, you know, uh, spring right before you went to business school or around then, um, you know, kind of like, tell me kind of what was going on. Like, what, what was like, kind of, what were your thoughts in terms of like, you're, you know, getting these app, you know, acceptance letters back, like what's going on in your mind as you're thinking about, um, how to go about making your kind of like admissions decision. Yeah, um, it was definitely an, a really exciting time, and um, it was also really busy. I, I remember after I had gotten um, admissions uh, notifications from, from several schools that I had to travel to attend uh, welcome weekends for a few of those schools um, that I was admitted to and was deciding between, um, obviously, Yale School of Management, where I ended up going, but also attended another school's welcome weekend as well. Um, and then I was also still busy, like working in my pre-MBA job um, and was tied up also leading some other extracurriculars. Like I was on the board of a, a arts nonprofit here in Los Angeles where I work now. Um, and so I was also planning ahead. So how much time might I want to take off in between my job and school? Um, so you know, definitely a super exciting time where, you know, all of that hard work had paid off. Um, uh, and, and thankfully, my manager at the time had, you know, she was really supportive. She had actually written one of my business school recommendations. And so um, at work, you know, they were putting plans in place to hire my replacement and also have a few months of overlap. So kind of a mix of, you know, things being really busy at work, uh, the excitement of, of getting into schools, but also, you know, having to make that decision required me to um, do more research and, and attend a few welcome weekends and try to decide between um, the options that I had and that I was really grateful to have because I know that um, some folks, you know, if you're admitted to one school, you may not have that option. But I was lucky to have some options. Sure. And as you were 
you know, thinking during this time uh, about your decision of where you wanted to go and certainly having a lot of other things going on. Um, what were some of the things that were kind of going through your head or maybe outstanding questions that you had um, prior to being able to eventually decide upon, you know, selecting, um, you know, Yale? Like what were some of those outstanding questions that you were trying to sort through? Yeah, I, I think one really big one was was finances. Then was very lucky enough to receive some scholarship offers from. And so I think it was really important for me to make sure I had a real apples to apples comparison between all of the schools I was considering. So, um, you know, following up with schools to see to, to learn more about uh, the scholarship packages I was given um, for, for schools that I didn't have scholarships with to think of, you know, tactful ways to to follow up with them and ask, is there any way that they could provide scholarships and being really transparent about my decision making process. Um, and then I think, you know, after you are admitted, that's kind of your time to do really thorough, like, due diligence, really, um, on on those schools. And because they are true options now, um, that's really a chance, was a chance for me to ask more targeted questions, maybe than I had, you know, pre being admitted. So uh, having more in-depth conversations with students and alumni around you know, the really specific jobs or careers I, I thought I was going to pursue later. Um, and asking some more like honest and hard questions that maybe, you know, wouldn't be the best questions to ask as a perspective. So, you know, things they really didn't like about their school or challenges that they had been facing, um, any critiques they might have had about their academic experience or their, you know, their recruiting experience, um, things like that. Yeah, sure. And um, for, you know, for those who cannot make it to an admitted student weekend or who, who just don't have the ability to get there, um, I think this question is important. But, um, you know, what kind of um, what, where did you go to kind of get the information you needed to make a decision? And, you know, particularly for those who aren't going to be able to get to campus uh, to do an admit weekend, like, you know, you know, where are the places they can go to kind of get the information they need to feel more informed and to kind of you know, be able to kind of get the insight they need to kind of have, you know, feel comfortable about where they end up selecting going to school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say, you know, the most valuable thing I did was speak to and have, you know, really meaningful one on one conversations with alumni and current students from the set of schools I was deciding between. Um, and one thing I'll note if and maybe the timing um, right now, of what some students might be experiencing is that many schools will directly put you in touch with or alum and current students will reach out to admitted students directly like offering their time and and my suggestion to students would be to to take up that offer i think um as an alum now like oftentimes i would email and congratulate students and and sometimes i'm surprised when i don't hear back and i would say you know if anything there's always something that can be gleaned and learned from those conversations um, and, you know, the questions that I would ask, so I was deciding between Yale School of Management and then the Haas School of Business at UC Berkeley, um, I specifically sought out people who were deciding between those two schools. So I think schools, from what I understand, and even that, well, these were the schools I was deciding between when I was admitted. And we try to pair those students who are deciding between, you know, school A and school B with an admit who's deciding between school A and school B. So you can 
really have like very targeted conversations comparing schools, the exact schools that you might be, you know, considering right now, um, or when you eventually are admitted that you'll be deciding between. No, I think you're absolutely spot on. And I also, a couple of things, I, I, I like that you mentioned both looking at both students as well as uh, alum. And I think it's important mm-hmm. to look at both of those perspectives, right? On one from students directly because they're living and breathing it and can give you the most up-to-date kind of context, but also alum in that respect because they have left and can kind of talk a little bit more about the impact they got from their experience as it pertains to kind of their life, you know, after they've graduated. And I think it's so healthy to kind of have um, both of those perspectives because, um, you know, I think both of those are, are important, right? Like you, um, I think both of those will be very valuable um, into making that decision. Um, so mm-hmm. um, I guess like thinking about your decision for, for you, what were some of those really important criteria that you had to think about in order to evaluate your and, and come to a decision that you wanted to attend, you know, uh, Yale SOM. I know that can be a lot of different things and it varies person to person, but for you, like what were the criteria that were most important to you? Yeah, so um, a little bit of context before I answer the question. You know, the, re- the reason why I decided to go to business school was to pivot from working directly in the nonprofit sector. Um, so I had worked for a education nonprofit before, um, into either social sector consulting or any basically a consulting role for a mission-driven organization um, or um, some, something tied to social impact in the social sector. So first and foremost, my number one criteria was a program that had a strong nonprofit and social impact or consulting focus. And by that, um, it me- I translated that to I, there needed to be really strong faculty um, and coursework and programming at a school um, w- with that focus, as well as really clear job opportunities and, and placement. Um, and so, you know, I read through, you know, a bunch of schools' employment reports, if they haven't yet, particularly for the schools that they're admitted to, to really see the hard numbers and which exactly which companies and organizations were recruiting at each school. Um, So I think second for me, school culture and size were also really important. Um, I wanted a smaller program where I could really connect with and know most of, if not all of my classmates, and I didn't want to feel lost. Um, I went to like a fairly large undergrad university and and, and knew that I wanted a program that felt more intimate, um, where I could really get to know people. And then I also absolutely needed to be somewhere that was collaborative and not overtly competitive. Um, It just goes against who I am, but I know that might not be the case for everyone. So I think uh, culture for me was important um, in that regard. And then the third would be, you know, the availability of scholarships or some form of financial aid was super important. Um, You know, coming from a nonprofit background, I perhaps had less means or savings than most. Um, And so I knew that having, hopefully having some sort of financial support um, or, or, or scholarship aid or merit aid of some kind, it would allow me to uh, pursue business school realistically. Yep. I think those are all really important criteria. Um, in terms of my financial situation. Yep. No, I think that makes a ton of sense. I think those are all really important criteria. And, um, you know, I think the one you really highlighted that really stuck out, and I think everyone should really consider is around the career and kind of employment outcomes, you know, for what you think you want to do and and how well that school kind of does in that specific area, you know, fully acknowledging that, um, 
it's, it's very understandable for people to kind of change paths, like when they're in school, but you know, from the knowledge that you have at the moment that you're thinking about going to school, like for what you think you want to do, I think it's important just to make sure and do a sanity check that there, um, the school has a good track record of, of helping students land in those jobs and that there are alum in that industry or that sector or that geography of the world um, that you're interested in um, because those are often kind of a strong link to, um, or those are the types of people that are going to be helping you in the process as you kind of navigate um, to that particular field in business school. And so, um, yeah, like people change and like you very well could change, but from the, from what you know right now, like I think it's a healthy thing um, for for everyone to kind of consider and evaluate and like very tactically to what you said, like looking at that employer report that schools put out is like a very good, you know, step, you know, in addition to talking to students who are, you know, doing that right now and, you know, talking to the student clubs, um, all of those, I think are really good, um, uh, really good, um, really good pieces of, of insight to kind of have. Um, so knowing what you wanted to kind of evaluate, you know, your choice on, um, and trying go knowing that you went out and got a lot of that information. Um, I'm curious, was there like a, was, did you have like an aha moment when you were like, okay, like, yes, it's definitely Yale or like, okay, like I know, like I want to go to Yale and I'm super excited. Was there like a specific moment that stood out where you kind of came to that kind of conclusion? Yeah, that, that's such a great question. And I think, you know, everyone does to some extent, I think really have that moment. Um, and it, for me, it was probably when I set foot on Yale's campus and it was a year before I even applied. Um, funnily enough, I was at Yale for the first time because um, my ex-boyfriend at the time was presenting at a conference there. And so I just tagged along to support him and ended up wandering to check out the business school um, in my off time. And first off, Yale's campus is it's like magical. Like if, if you, for, for those who haven't been there, it, you know, looks like Hogwarts. It's absolutely beautiful and has so much history. Yeah. Um, and then the school of management is, you know, it's probably, it's an absolutely gorgeous building. We called it the spaceship because it's Florida ceiling glass. It's stunning. You know, it was built only a few years ago. So I remember walking in and just, you know, feeling in awe and um, everyone I met from the admission staff to the students, I was just so impressed. Uh, I got the sense right away that people who went to this school were incredibly purpose-driven. I was, you know, really floored by the school's mission of preparing students for business and society. Um, uh, so I was just really drawn in. But at the same time, I, I thought at that moment, oh, this school is impossible to get into, but but I could dream. Um, yeah. So that was, that was the moment where, you know, I, I felt like I really wanted to go to, to Yale School of Management. Yeah. No, that's, that's great. And I love the, um, I love the Harry Potter reference. Um, uh, I know you alluded to it earlier, but uh, I wanted to dig into a little bit of this further about this idea about, you know, the culture um, or the, or your, the people like at that specific program. And like, you know, if you talk to MBA students a lot, you know, you ask them like, what do you like? You'll often hear that a lot. Like, Oh, like the culture is really great. Or I really like the people. And I think those are, those are good answers, but um, on the surface, like that alone doesn't always provide context. Right. Um, yeah. You know, like, so I would love to maybe dig in a little bit further um, specifically for, for Yale SOM. Like what about the culture or like, what are the characteristics that really stood out that made you say like, Oh, this is the place I wanted to be. Or like, what about the people there uh, your classmates, future classmates, or your classmates, like that made you say, like, oh, these are the types of people that I could see myself really um, enjoying being surrounded by, or you know, going to class with, or learning from, or learning with. Yeah, so such a good question. And I, I, before getting to the criteria, I'll just say, like, 
you know, I, I personally used to get frustrated with the word culture before it seems so nebulous and fluffy. And yeah. to make it more tangible, I would just, you know, tell folks who are listening to this to consider that, you know, B-School is very insular. You're, you're spending 80 plus hours a week in class, in clubs, recruiting, socializing with the same several hundred people for two years straight. And it can really feel like a bubble at times. And so it will absolutely you know, make or break your experience if you can authentically and naturally connect with, make friends with, learn from your classmates, faculty, staff, and alumni. That's why, like, culture comes up so much. Um, and, you know, I would think of it, you know, the same way you, you pick a company, except even more so you're surrounded by and encompassed by this environment for, for two straight years. And and so with that in mind, you know, I I really like to define the culture of Yale because I've had to have this conversation many times with people as, as purposeful. And I think that, you know, in addition to being insanely smart, you know, my classmates are just so passionate about their careers, their hobbies, their life missions. You know, I think of, you know, my close friends, whether it's running a circular economy startup or in wanting to increase the number of underrepresented students in business school or creating more effective public-private partnerships. You know, I think the campus is just always a buzz with great ideas, and, and but there's also like compassion behind that purpose, purposefulness. Uh, I hope that's a word. <laughs> I, you know, I've met some of the kindest yet most ambitious people I've ever met in my life um, at Yale, and you know, I think that just manifests in little things like how we help each other prepare for interviews, how we share job postings, how we fundraise for each other's causes. You know, we attend each other's weddings. Um, we help each other through all the ups and downs of business school, but I think that's extended beyond that to just life overall. So my classmates really inspire me, and I, I think that's hopefully kind of how I try to encapsulate culture for, for you. Yeah, and I I really like how you made the analogy with kind of culture in the workplace, and I too agree. Like it's it's can be very nebulous, and I think that uh, something that everyone should do if they have the time is to really think about what are the characteristics of of, of cultures they've really appreciated or enjoyed, and and, mm-hmm. and 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 kind of thinking about how how does that manifest itself in in the school that I'm looking at? Like, do I see those same characteristics there, or like similarly, like with the people, right? Like. Who are the best types of people you like to be surrounded by, enjoy being surrounded by? Because the reality of it is, is that when you are in business school, you are spending 12 to 14 hours a day, five or six days a week, if not more with these people. And, um, you know, they don't have to be the same as you, but like, there are going to be people that you're going to want to be around because you're going to be around them quite a bit. And so (laughs) I think it is something that, that is like certainly important and, um, um, and whatnot. So um, I love how you kind of broke that down. Um, so uh, let's dig in a little bit more to Yale SOM. Um, so talk, you know, you know, you went through experience there, had a great time. Um, walk me through some of the things that really stand out in terms of either like unique traditions or unique experiences that make, make it really, um, make it really special. Yeah, so a, a few come to mind, um, and there are just you know so many. And Yale is a university overall that's steeped in tradition. Um, one really big one is the the Yale Harvard football game, um, which is a really big rivalry. Has a great school wide turnout from the whole university, so that's a huge deal. That you know lots of people uh, dress up in in all of their Yale gear and go out to the game, um, and so that's a lot of fun. Um, hockey is also very popular um, at Yale and in the Northeast, obviously. Um, and one of our most fun events is when the first and second year MBAs face off against each other and it gets very competitive. 
Um, unfortunately, I actually tore my ACL my first year oh, at no. Yale, N- not not in hockey. Okay. <laughs> and so um, otherwise, I would have loved to at least try it. But I just cheered from the sideline. Um, and then the third uh, one that's more of a, um, I guess you could call it a tradition has been in place for a while is, is we have the internship fund, which I'm biased because I co-chaired, but essentially it's one of the first of its kind among MBA programs where um, students will raise, you know, we raise upwards of 200 grand a year to help fund stipends for our classmates who pursue social sector internships so that they can make a competitive salary and so that we can get, you know, very talented people working for social sector organizations. And, and to raise money for the fund, we have multiple, you know, really fun school-wide fundraisers throughout the year. Uh, so, for example, we have a big auction with student donated items. So people donate everything from antiques to experiences, like people will auction off a date with themselves, for example. Uh, and then we have a student and faculty talent show where some of our uh, our, our dean and, and our faculty actually go on stage and like shake their booty to Britney Spears. And, and it's a ton of fun. And I think, you know, I think those are a few examples of um, that epitomize the, the culture at Yale. No, I think that's great. And I think that a couple things. Number one, I went to I went to UNC Keenan Flagler and it's a small institution as well. And I, I'm a little biased, but I do think that it's nice to go to a small school sometimes because for these traditions, they really do rally a large group of the small population. And so it's they're very inclusive in that nature, right? And so it's like everyone is kind of a part of it and involved. And I think that's really that's really special. But even for large schools too, I think traditions are really awesome because uh, they ground people and they bring people together. Um, and mm-hmm. even just, you know, little things like, for example, like, um, I mean, you, you recruited for consulting, so you probably know this, but particularly for those uh, functions or industries that are pretty intense with the recruiting process, like consulting and investment banking, like this saying goes like misery loves company. Right. And so like, I know like a lot of my friends who've had to recruit for those, they end up becoming pretty close with the people they recruit with because they're just spending so much time with them. Um, and, you know, in mm-hmm. the moments of like highs and lows, like having other people that kind of share that experience with can be really, um, you know, can be really memorable or valuable. But when you have things like traditions, they really do kind of bring people together and also kind of add a little uniqueness. So um, uh, I think that's, I think that's really, uh, I think that's really awesome. Um, so uh, we, you, I talked a little bit about kind of some of your criteria that you use to kind of choose an MBA program. And it's, it's not an easy decision, but like knowing that everyone is different, um, you know, from your perspective, having made this decision, as well as just kind of you know, talking with lots of MBA students and alum and graduates, um, you know, what are some other kind of criteria that maybe people should be at least thinking about as criteria they could be evaluating to choose the right program when they go to business school? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I think in addition to some of the obvious ones, so, you know, obviously, if you want to pursue a certain industry or type of job, you know, whether it's entrepreneurship or marketing or consulting or finance, you'll, you know, pursue and research or uh, schools that are strong, have strong programs in that function or industry. I think that's kind of a, you know, a baseline. Um, I think geography does matter. Um, I haven't, hadn't mentioned it earlier, but I think, you know, the network of your school tends to be fairly strong. Um in the area your school's in, unless, you know, if it's a school of like a global nature. So, Something that really drew me to Yale is that true, while maybe a third of alums do cluster around in the Northeast, and I am not in the Northeast, like I'm based in Los Angeles now, you know, the Yale name is very strong globally, particularly in Asia, it, you know, it carries across. So, so that was important for me. 
Um, I know there are also a lot of people out there um, who have partners or children. So I think understanding uh, the culture of the school and whether there are programs in place um, that help to uh, help your partner or your children feel like they're an, an integral part of, of the school. Um, we have a partners club at, at uh, Yale School of Management um, and uh, know that, you know, some of my peers who are speaking to, you know, they mentioned having that community of fellow students with, with partners and, and knowing they were raising children as well um, was important. Um, and then I would also just mention um, actually like really trying to understand the career services that are available. Um, uh, there are some schools that, you know, have uh, exceptional um, career resources and career management offices. Um, with Yale's, I will say, you know, it's, it's strong, but I think where the strengths are with school of management, uh, a lot of the career resources, career resources come from clubs, actually. Um, and so the more that, you know, as students are, or incoming students are considering different programs, um, really asking questions of students and alum, like, you know, what has your career management office done for you? Um, is it more, are there more resources there? Or is it, you know, from students themselves, um, or, or clubs, or, uh, at SOM, something I'll add is, you know, second years were an incredible resource, particularly for consulting recruiting or tech recruiting, where there's a lot of knowledge transfer between second years and first years. So kind of like peeling back and understanding those, um, I think, are important for students as well. So those are a couple of, you know, criteria that come to mind, aside from, you know, kind of the really obvious, obvious ones, which would be, you know, school focuses or their ranking or, you know, other things that students consider usually. For sure. No, I, I think all of those are really great and important criteria to evaluate. Um, so I think that those are, that's very, uh, it's very robust and holistic. Um, so last question for you. So, um, you know, right now there's a lot of uncertainty going on right now in the world, just with mm-hmm. COVID-19 and just the impacts and the implications. And certainly it's not just with akin to MBA admissions decisions, it's just with the world in general. And so, um, these, but you know, deciding where you want to go to business school is in fact a big decision and a lot of people are wrestling with it. So um, to the best of your ability, like what kind of advice do you have um, for people like thinking about, you know, where to decide where they should go to business school, just knowing that there's a little bit of unrest right now and and how can they go best about like kind of making the best decision for them? Yeah, that's such a good question. I think, you know, um, first off, I would say hats off to whoever is listening to this podcast. I think um, clearly it means that, you know, you're being proactive and seeking out content that will help you prepare for the application admissions process. So um, uh, I would say, honestly, first, like have conversations with current MBA students, particularly those who are second years right now um, and recent alums. So, you know, people, you know, one, two, three, four years out um, who I think can maybe speak more immediately to, to their experiences um, and um, you know, ask ask people the hard questions about the ex, you know the exact career or job that you're seeking after school you know saying okay hey i really want to be a product manager at x company like what are your thoughts on going to business school now versus you know xyz alternative um and, and asking those direct questions um i would also you know recommend to uh 
prospective students to take a good hard look at their finances as well. Um, business school is expensive and a, you know, a huge investment that can't be underemphasized and the true cost of school is more than the sticker cost. So, you know, doing some detailed budgeting of what it would cost for two years to go to school and um, and comparing that against their current situ employment situation um, and, and, and make, understanding the trade-offs there, I think is really important. Um, one thing that, that pops to mind as well is really trying to understand of the schools that that student or prospective student is considering is how do those programs deal with change? Um, and I think I bring that up because I do think that you know pro certain MBA programs or schools can be more nimble than others. So based off say what their leadership is now, um, how strong say their uh, their curriculum is, whether they're a newer or older school, I think of Yale SOM and the school is not perfect, but when students have given really critical feedback on, say, a core class or uh, the structure of uh, or cadence and scope and sequence of, of courses for the year, the school has pretty rapidly will turn around and make changes within a year, taking in that critical feedback. And that could be a really interesting question for students to ask when they have conversations with admissions officers or alums or current students on like, hey, like, how do you think your school is doing and handling this crisis now? Um, what are some examples where the school has had to, you know, make some rapid changes? And how do they incorporate student feedback? Like, uh, things like that could be an interesting way to gauge, you know, given there's so much uncertainty, like, knowing a school can react and has the resources and ability to do so could be an interesting question to ask, too. No, I think you're absolutely right. And I love that you mentioned that because I think it is really important. And number one, in terms of, yes, like how are they receptive to feedback and how do they manage that? But number two, I think you're right. I think that in general, um, MBA programs right now are going through a lot of change. And even before um, COVID-19, like it just was, is something that they have been kind of thinking about and managing and dealing with. Um, and mm -hmm. so the ability to kind of sense that change, sense what's going on and being able to respond in a way that is both nimble and supports uh, students, I think is, is really, really, uh, I think is really keen insight. And um, you know, I definitely recommend, you know, for uh, prospective students out there and applicants, um, you know, ask about that, you know, really try and dig in and understand like, what were the changes that were recently made? Uh, how were they enacted? You know, what was kind of like the, um, how were they rolled out? How were they received? Like all of that information I think can be really insightful. And then something else to take a look at too is, um, and this ha will happen at some schools more than others, but what is the stability of the leadership of the school um, in various aspects, whether that's admissions, whether that's student programs, whether that's the career management center, what does that look like? Um, and it's not um, a bad thing necessarily if there is turnover, it just, you know, is what it is, but like, how does that, you know, how has that been received, right? And, um, or, you know, and, and, and whatnot. I think that's another thing to kind of evaluate and take a look at. So I, I'm glad you kind of brought that whole notion of change up because I think it, I think it is something to kind of investigate and evaluate. Um, Jasmine, thank you so much uh, for sharing your thoughts about uh, your decision and uh, choosing Yale SOM. Uh, it was a great, uh, a great deep dive on it. And I'm, I'm very grateful that you were able to share some of the lessons you've learned and some of your thoughts and ideas around how to go about choosing the right program. So thank you today. Great. Thanks so much for having me. Yep. Hi, everyone. LD here. And thank you so much for listening to the MBA Insider Podcast. If you like what you heard, 
make sure to head over to iTunes and write a review. It will take 15 seconds. I'd also love to hear what you've been listening to on the podcast and any suggestions you have for how I can improve it. You can find me on LinkedIn or head over to mbaschool.com to learn more.